Hi, this is Reverend Tommy, and I'd like to welcome you back to the garden where we explore the big questions about life. I invite you to open your minds and be receptive to seeing things differently. So let's get metaphysical. I felt like I was back in the 60s or something there for a while. That's kind of, that was kind of digging it, man. <laughs> the abundant universe. When I started to prepare for today's lesson, the first thing that came to my mind was pros the word prosperity. I did a few lessons on prosperity a few years ago, but it's a topic that we need to hear over and over and over because I don't think that we get it. And I'm not talking about just us, I mean people in general. We just don't get it. I'm not sure that I get it. The whole question is, is the glass half empty or is the glass half full? How do you see it? How do we see it as Unity Rio Grande Valley? Are we okay the way we are? A community of 40-ish people, year after year, same old place, just putting along, kind of reminds me of an old car. You know, burning oil, yeah, it needs a new engine, but whatever. You know, tires are worn out, yeah, 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 it needs new tires, yeah. Paint job, could, you could use, it could use a new paint job, but it's okay because it still gets me where I need to go, so I'm all right with mediocrity, you know. Is, is that the attitude that we really want to have type thing? Emma Curtis Hopkins, she was known as the teacher's teacher in the New Thought Movement, she said, the universe will persist in showing you what you insist it is. In other words, if you believe in abundance, you will experience abundance. If you believe in lack, you will experience lack. Why? Because we create our own reality based on what we believe and more importantly, on what we feel in our hearts. Greg Braden says that feelings are the language of the universe. That is the fundamental message that we teach in unity. So I keep wondering, how come we don't have 150 people here? We should. I run into like-minded people all the time and I'm wondering, why don't they come here? I'm just curious. I'm just a very curious type of a person. Maybe it's a, uh, we're trying to be an exclusive club, which I don't, know, I don't think we are. Or maybe the goal, we're not presenting our message correctly. Or maybe the message we have is not something people want to hear. I don't know what it is exactly. I'm very curious. So I, I want to know what it would take. What is the key to bring abundance to Unity Rio Grande Valley? So last week or week before, I sent out an email to the board members and a few other people. And I was asking them, maybe we should put together a little task force, a little team Say, how can, and, and with the question, how do we grow the congregation? So I'm, I'm gonna need some positive, forward-thinking people on that team, and I'm gonna put a sign-up sheet in the back, have you guys sign up, and we'll start thinking about ways that we can grow it, or maybe some of the things that we are doing that maybe hinder the growth. So let me give you a couple of clues, though. The first one is that there is a nationwide, and probably even worldwide, decline in church attendance for the last 30, 40 years. So that's the first issue right there. That's a very clear message that people, a lot of people are just not interested in church. And the question is, why? 
Now, on the other side of the, of the equation, we also know that psychologically and health-wise, it is a good thing to be part of a spiritual community. We know this now. So, how do we create that spiritual community that people want to come and share Sunday morning with us? That's a good question. What are people looking for in a spiritual community? Well, you know what the tradition says, that they're looking for eternal salvation. That's what tradition says, because it's based on a fear thing. Well, if you don't do it, guess where you're going to go for eternity? And of course, that we don't believe that, we don't teach that. We'd like to take a positive approach to things. And I, I think that's a good thing. We ought to be able to change it. But the fundamental thing is changing our consciousness, Unity RGV's consciousness. We have, a, our teaching says, change your work mind, change your world. So how do we create change? We change our mind and we change our world. That's how it works. And I think a big part of it for me is changing the language. The language is a really, really big deal for me. And I've been working on it. That's why I've been using different words sometimes. That's why we use the Lord's Prayer the way it is. Because I really believe that using a lot of the old language keeps us grounded in the past. And unity is not about being grounded in the past. It is about moving forward. It is about expanding our consciousness. That's what unity is all about. So when I thought about today's lesson and I thought about the word prosperity, I had a second thought about the word because I thought, well, you know, let me, what other word could I use? And I said, well, abundant. Let's go with abundance. So let, let me try something. Close your eyes for just one second. And I'm going to say the word prosperity. What comes to your mind? The lifestyle of the rich and famous, right? Yeah. A yacht in the Riviera, a Lamborghini maybe, stuff like that. Now, to be sure, money is a part of prosperity, but not in all cases. For example, what good would money do you if you were on an isolated island somewhere and you had millions of dollars in the bank and no access to it? What good does it do you? Or if you were really, really ill and there was no cure, what good would money do you? So prosperity is not just about money. But it's natural to think of money first when the word prosperity comes up. And that is exactly my point about the language, that words like we carry baggage with them. The word, you say the word and the baggage comes up automatically because 95% of the time we know that we're working in our subconscious mind. So you say the word and pop the word, those, those feelings, those emotions just come up. They just do. And we have a lot of words like that that we still use in unity that I'd really like to get away from. It's called embedded theology. Personally, I'm ready to move on from the whole thing, but I need your cooperation before, you know. But we can do it. Now let's try something else. Now close your eyes again. Listen to the word abundance. Yeah. Now that one has a different feel to it. Now they're both similar in that they both imply plentitude, but for me abundance has a more all-encompassing feel and not necessarily a material feel primarily. So for now, I'm going to be talking about prosperity because that's the reference of the material that we have. So let me start by saying, what is prosperity according to unity? And where do we go? We go to the revealing word because that is our dictionary per se. And the revealing word says, prosperity 
is the consciousness of God as the abundant, everywhere present resource, unfailing, ready for all who open themselves up to it. Prosperity is based on the conscious possession of the idea of God's abundance back of all things. Things come and go, but the idea of abundance endures. Eric Butterworth, who is a very famous duty minister and, and author, says, prosperity is an all-encompassing idea that considered in its broadest sense is spiritual well-being. This includes the whole experience of health, love, peace, harmony, and sufficiency. Now, I'm on a Butterworth roll here, so let's keep going with Butterworth. In the flow of life, he says, the kingdom of God is the universal flow within you. One of the great fundamentals of the flow of life is the reality of affluence. The word affluence is normally used in the context of things, houses, cars, money, materiality in general. This is actually a corruption of the true meaning of the word. It means flow forth or free flow. One more Butterworth. This one from Spiritual Economics. Nina sent it out this week and I saw it and I said, I can use this. He says, the whole universe of innate substance is centered in you. Let me say that again. The whole universe of innate substance is centered in you. There is nothing you can do to add to it or to take away from it. You are part of all that is. That is an astounding statement. Deepak Chopra has a book called You Are the Universe that basically says what I just read. It's a book, he says, that comes from the, from the Vedanta tradition, which is an ancient Indian tradition. It's about 4,000, I'm going to say, years old. And I think it goes, it is the oldest spiritual writings that we have on this planet. And they have a statement very similar in their tradition that says that you are the universe. You contain everything. You're within this oneness of the universe. It's a very, very astounding statement. And the kind of stuff that we really need to take in at a very deep level. The point is, foremost, prosperity is a state of mind. And New Thought teaches that we have control over our minds. That's what we said, Charles Fillmore cleverly said, we have dominion over our thoughts. When the Bible said you should have dominion over things, we have dominion over our thoughts. And we can change our minds and we can change our world. When I was taking a, the prosperity class for my Unity stuff a couple of years ago, one of the ministers online, on our online radio, said a couple of interesting things I'm gonna share with you. And one of them was that he said, uh, prosperity is not something you can go buy at Walmart, you know, or, or eBay or Amazon. It's something that we inherently have. The other one was an analogy that he used. That, that was very clever. He said, prosperity is like going to the ocean to gather seawater. Now, what is going to determine how much seawater you gather? Well, it's going to be the container that you have. If you take a thimble, you'll have a thimble full of seawater. 
If you take a bucket, you'll have a bucket full of seawater. But if you put a pipeline, then you'll have a pipeline full of water. And the pipeline is always giving. That's the kind of connection you need to make with this divine energy, a pipeline that's always flowing because it wants to flow through you. I love what Rumi says, that which you seek, seeks you. That's a get chilling little st statement. Rumi's a very cool little guy. So it is your consciousness that, is, that represent, the container represents your consciousness. How open are you to the flow? That's how much is gonna flow through you. It's, it's up to you. Now prosperity is different things for different people. The word prosperity comes from the Latin and it literally translates to according to hope or to go forward hopefully. Prosperity then is a rich state of mind. It includes money, health, fun, peace of mind, and success. As I was contemplating the lesson this week, a couple of things came to me and I said, I need to share this. Things always come to me when I'm preparing lessons. One of them was an MSN article uh, on the internet about the, uh, a relook at the Hubble's uh, pictures. So I said, I've looked at them before, but I'm gonna look at them again. So I went in there and saw these fantastic, phenomenal photos of galaxies swirling down there. When they start colliding, when they start combining, they, 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 their gravity affects each other and stuff, and just crazy, crazy pictures. And you have and you, of this magnificent universe, and you say, where in the world do we live? It is amazing. And how did it all come to be? Who's out there? What's out there? Who knows? It really just kind of opens up your mind. And then the second thing was something equally interesting, but on a small scale, in the other direction. I was taking a break from my work, and I'm standing there next to the door. It's open, and the trash bin is there. And, and I look down. And, and ants caught my attention. These tiny little ants, and first of all, I freaked out the way they can go up and down, straight 90 degrees, and they're just zipping up and down. And I said, how do they do that? Straight up the wall. I said, that's amazing. I said, I know what the answer is. The answer is they do it the same way that birds fly. They just do it. It's called being and being us. They don't think about it. They just do it. And then the second thing that caught my attention was that the ones coming up had stuff with them. You know, they, they had some food and stuff, and the ones coming down didn't. And, and then they would kind of, I was watching them, and they would stop to each other and say, dude, there's a bunch of stuff down there. It's abundant with food. Go get some. Bring it to the queen. Long live the queen. <laughs> that's, it, that's what I felt like they were saying. It was kind of weird. Man, I tell you, next time you get a chance to, uh, to sit there and watch little creatures like that for a while, do it. It's an interesting meditation. You know, and what I really got from it is that they have intelligence. They have purpose. They communicate those tiny little things. This stuff, this stuff, this innate substance that I mentioned earlier, it's in everything, everywhere. It's amazing. It's like we're underwater in this stuff. It's kind of amazing. Then I put the two things together, the big one and the small one, and I said, you know, I'm sure, I've always thought 
there's other civilizations. There, there cannot not be, okay, first of all. <laughs> but, and those civilizations have no clue that I or those little ants exist. Which leads me to the question, well, what, what is out there that I don't have a clue that exists a lot? So it brought my attention to abundance. How can we not believe in abundance? It is all around us. We're inundated in the stuff. And we're connected to it all. Somehow, we are connected to it all. It's just amazing. We, <laughs> how open are you? That's the question. Are, are you tapped into that, into that flow like a pipeline, or are you a thimble? Back to the original analogy. Now, in the Bible it says that, uh, well, first of all, prosperity abundance is a big part of what unity teaches. It's a big part of it. Not because that is the goal, but because it is the consequence. See, in the Bible when it says, seek ye first the kingdom and all other things will be given to you, the reference is not to seek ye first the kingdom like some future time to, that you want to go to heaven. It's saying that tap into the flow and everything else will come with it. That's what that message means. It's not about some eternal future thing. Eternity is happening right now. When I first started reading New Thought things, I, that's the first time I saw that. One of the early New, right, New Thought reader, writers said, we are in eternity now. It doesn't have a starting point. It's always been there and it always will be there. So can we change our consciousness? Can we cast our nets to the other side of the boat? as the Bible talks about. It is God's good pleasure then to give you and me and all of us the kingdom. Let me ask you something with that in mind. What does God giving unity Rio Grande Valley, the kingdom, look like to you? Let me tell you what it looks like to me because I have a vision. It's a complete makeover. It's a whole new location. It's five or 10 acres of wooded area with a pond and a bridge and beautiful plant flowers planted everywhere. It's filled with birds, especially during the migratory season. And behind me right now, there is a row of windows and you sitting there can see all that stuff going on in the back, the trees and the birds and everything. It's very beautiful. And the seating area is not a tunnel like this. It's all around and it has a high ceiling, this place. It's really quite pretty. And on, on a beautiful spring or summer or, 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 or fall Sunday morning, you're either gonna get here and we're gonna have everything set up outside. And we'll have service outside in, in, in the nat with nature. That's what Unity Rio Grande Valley looks like to me. Do you see it? Do you dare to dream? People are gonna wanna have spiritual retreats there. People are gonna wanna get married there. It's going to be very, very, very nice. And I can see it. But we all need to see it. So stand by. That is what's coming. Because we live in an abundant universe. And all things are possible for those who believe. So the question is, do you believe? Have a good week. Thank you. Oh. Oh.
Now it comes a time in a service